Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am surrounded by a wonderful host of co-hosts. Not ghost hosts. That was last week. So, moving on to this week, who do we have to my left? McKenna. McKenna. Monorail. Monorail. To my right. Uh, Chicken. Got him. Got him good. And your real name? McCree. Garrett Monorail is here, and then across from me is... Samantha Monorail. All right. Well, this is episode number 29 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is November 5th, 2018, and since we have kicked off a new month, and since last week we had to do the Haunted Mansion feature episode... Which was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that and um, listened to it and told your friends. But we didn't get a chance to do the November preview before November was here, so we're going to do that today. So we're going to start the show with that. We'll have a little M34D segments jammed in the middle, and then we're going to round things out with 18 new experiences coming to the Walt Disney World Resort for Boo. the holiday season. Boo. I don't... <laughs> you don't like new experiences? I have a lot of opinions. Okay. I mean, we'll, new we'll experiences see when we get there. are good. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of opinions. I don't think you know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, but I'm on strike right now, so... <laughs> well, We'll find out more about that, I think, as we get into the news of the week. Why don't we get started? November. November's here. And we've previously talked about November being a pretty good month to Turkey visit. Turkey month. Yeah, to visit Walt Disney World. Um, there's a couple of exceptions to that during the month, of course. But for the most part, you're talking a little bit lower crowd level. The temperatures are finally starting to go down in Orlando. And, you know, that means beginning of the month, mid to low 80s is the high and then in the 50s at night. And then as you get further into the month, mid-70s. It can get pre- cold. Pretty comfortable during the day. At night, it's cold. At night, it gets pretty cool. Yeah, you're going to want to have a jacket with you or a, a hoodie. The weeks that you're going to want to really avoid if you're trying to make sure to miss the high crowd levels are, of course, Thanksgiving week. That entire week is actually one of the busiest weeks all year Oh, at Walt Disney World. Okay. And then starting this week... Um, November, well, starting yesterday, November 4th, it's actually Jersey Week. So schools in New Jersey are out this week, and it's a very popular time for the Jersey kids to come down to Walt Disney World. So Thanksgiving is actually the third busiest time of the year at Walt Disney World, the first and second being Christmas and then New Year's Eve. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you can avoid that week, I would do it. Jersey's not so bad. It's just going to be higher than the rest of the month. Yeah. But... There are events that you might want to attend if you can make it to the Walt Disney World Resort this month. The first is, this is the end of the Food and Wine Festival. It wraps up on November 12th, so you've still got time, but this is the last week. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) Let's get on a plane and go. All right, we're canceling the rest of the show. We're headed down to Food and Wine. (laughs) I wish. Yeah, I know. The Flurry of Fun at Disney's Hollywood Studios starts November 8th and goes through January 6th. Frozen? No, 
There's frozen stuff that goes on at the Magic Kingdom. This is actually more going to be like Toy Story-ish. There's, they're going to do a Christmas overlay to Toy Story Land, okay. which will be pretty cool. And they, they're they going to do, well, I'll tell you more about it later, but a projection show on the Tower of Terror. Oh, okay. And some different things. So there's a lot that goes into that, but it's basically trying to bring people into the studios for the holidays because since they got rid of the, um, the Osborne family... Uh, like... Ozzy Osbourne? No, uh-uh. <laughs> Os- the Osbourne family spectacle of dancing Maria lights Osborne. is what they, they used to have. And it was a big thing they did on like the streets of America, and they don't do that anymore. Danny Osborne? No. Johnny That's Osmond. Osborne. Oh. Like Donny Osmond? Danny Phantom. Oh, there you go. I'm just, I don't know. Danny Phantom's Light Festival. That'd be pretty cool. I'd watch that. Yeah, but not a Disney property. Is yes, that it Nickelodeon? Is. Yeah, it's oh, Nickelodeon. It's Nickelodeon. Yeah. You, Kim Possible. <gasps> yeah, Ooh. Kim Possible Festival of Lights, because she was always known for her Christmas Possible, specials. not Possible. I didn't say Possible. Oh my gosh, Possible. Kim Possible <laughs> Food <laughs> and Wine Festival. Anyway, um, so we'll get into that a little more. Disney Springs is going to put on its holiday best starting November eighth, so it'll be decorated starting on. Wait, the 8th. that's so that. So soon. It is. That's too soon, some may say. Wait. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will start in the Magic Kingdom starting November 8th. That's too... It's too soon. I think about how quickly it came. They set up in August, right, for Not So Scary, and then all of a sudden it's over. Oh, yeah. Halloween night's the last Not So Scary, and then the next day, people in the parks were like, look, they've already got the Christmas stuff up. I mean, but that's good because it goes by fast. Like, time is flying. You're a Christmas fanatic, so I don't take your opinion into the opinion Thanksgiving's first. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't care what you guys say. You can celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas at the same time. No. That's not how it works. Yeah, you can't. Thanksgiving is a food holiday, and it should be celebrated more. They should have food and wine during the I kind of feel like food times. and wine should go up through Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. that would and make more sense. And they could even sense. do like some special food and wine Thanksgiving events, and then as soon as that's over... Then, sure, go yeah, for it. Holiday blow it season. Up. Blow up the Disney I, with Christmas. I, I just think that you're looking at three weeks of... Uh, how, or uh, did, food or, and wine. Oh my gosh! Christmas. If you wait that long, and three weeks isn't long enough. No, they do it the whole month, and probably at least a week into the new year. But you have to think, like, um, oh my gosh, it could be like Pocahontas's thing. Three weeks into December, it's Christmas. There's right. not enough time. Right, but then they would they still do it through the new year. So, no, you guys are wrong. No, you're wrong. I just think two months of Christmas in the parks is a lot. I think that you guys is. need a Scrooge section, <laughs> the Donald Duck one. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd like a Scrooge that walk through cool. attraction or something. Yeah, like you a guys are a Christmas, Christmas carol, carol, but the bad side of That'd it. That'd be fun. <laughs> you know, it'd be better, Kingdom. though. A Scrooge McDuck like section. <laughs> Christmas future? We're Christmas future? Is that what you're saying? No, you're going to walk around and take your Scrooge in Christmas past, and you're going to walk around and take crumbs oh, from the rats. speaking of... <laughs> Uh, hmm. I'm on strike again. Sorry, I'm on strike. Okay. Back on track. Food and wine will be quickly replaced in Epcot by the Festival of the Holidays starting on November 18th. I'm in. And that goes through the 30th. And then um, the Candlelight Processional starts on the 22nd and runs through the 30th. And then the other big event is actually sports-related. The Advocare Invitational, November 23rd through the 25th at the ESPN Wide World of Sports is actually a preseason college basketball tournament. Advocare? Advocare Invitational. The, the, the vitamin company? 
That's Advil. No. no, that's medicine. But yes, you're right. Okay. So a lot of stuff going on in the parks. Actually, there was just a run Disney event that we missed um, that we didn't mention. It was last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so all kinds of stuff drawing people down to be part of. So if you miss Food and Wine, there's a ton of stuff to, to go see after Food and Wine wraps up. Yeah. Refurbishments, starting with Magic Kingdom. The Liberty Square Riverboat is still closed. It's scheduled to reopen on December 22nd. Tom Sawyer Island, also scheduled to reopen on the December 22nd. And, of course, Stitch is still Stop closed. it. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Your dad's Stitch. not allowed to say Hashtag it. Stitch, Stitch is still is closed. Still closed. <laughs> Always closed. Yeah. Epcot, nothing new. Everything should be running. RIP Universe of Energy, still there's, gone forever. There's still uh, in the Epcot ball. Still there. It's still there. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Studios, Star Wars The Galaxy Far, Far Away is closed until November 18th. And then the other big thing, which is going to cause the show to get derailed, is that Pizza Rizzo is closed and has moved to seasonal operation. It is currently closed. It is currently closed. (sighs) I'm enraged. (laughs) They need to make... A Muppet Ooh. Kingdom. Well, and in addition to this, they've, no, they've reduced the so, hours of Muppet Vision 3D. Uh, hello. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> so I'm on strike. I I will no longer be doing... I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm so mad. The Muppets are a treasure, and they should be treated better than this. And they just throw them into parks and think that it's fine. We'll get away with closing down a time-honored tradition that is the Muppets Vision and... I guess P- Pizza Rizzo's isn't that much because, you know, it changed. It was originally it was, Pizza It hasn't Planet. been around long, yeah. Yes. But and it wasn't, to me, it wasn't even very Muppets No, no, Pizza Rizzo's wasn't even what it could have been. It yeah. could have been so much better. And I'm so mad at the way that Disney has treated the Muppets. It's appalling, and I'm mad. I'm so angry. Well, I will say, it has felt to me like Disney has tried to wedge the Muppets into places and not really given them the attention that they've deserved. Yeah. And... Muppet Vision has been great, and the little Muppet Square that they have there with with the uh, Miss, Piggy. Miss Piggy's fountain and the, yeah, and the that store. Yeah, cute. It's all, that's nice and everything, and it seemed like maybe we were going to get some more, and that's when Pizza Rizzo, you know, was announced that they were going to open up, you know, refurbish Pizza Planet, turn it to Pizza Rizzo. It seemed like we were getting more Muppets. We experienced Pizza Rizzo, and the food was fine. Pizza it was fine. Bad, yeah. It wasn't bad. But it also didn't feel like we were in an immersive Muppets experience. No, no it felt like we were in a New York... Um, a subway terminal. Which, is, yeah. which was supposed to be like the Muppets taking yeah, Manhattan. Right. But it didn't it, But it didn't like even feel it. like that. No. Yeah. So it was, it was underserved. And, you know, I mentioned to you when we were talking about this earlier, of course, they've got the uh, great moments in history with the Muppets in the Magic Kingdom right now, which is still just kind of something that they've wedged into Liberty Square, it's not even like they don't have their own attraction, they don't have their own space, and it really feels like the Muppets are being cast aside. Why? The Muppets are so great. Everyone loves the Muppets. I adore the Muppets. My theory is that the latest version of that Muppet show that they put on ABC... No, that was awful. Nobody was really responding to that, but the thing was, it was... Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it didn't make sense. They need to do it again. I'm so I mad. liked it. They need to make the Muppets show the original Muppets show. The variety show? Yeah. And they should do that. And plop it back, because people would love that. Kind of like a little SNL for the Muppets. Yeah. Yes, exactly. 
I would be very happy. I think I heard that we might be getting something like that on Disney streaming service. I have to research this, but I, I remember reading that they were considering bringing back, back the Muppets show the way it used to be. Yes. So we'll see. I watched all of the newer Muppets show too, because, you know, I'm a sucker for anything Muppets. And it was fine. I watched it. It got canceled. It knew it was going to happen. Mm. It was... Kermit had a girlfriend that wasn't Miss Piggy, too. Oh, they had a messed up really... It was complicated, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that was... Was it, wasn't Miss Piggy dating, like, Josh Groban or something? I think it was something like that. Or Michael Buble or somebody. It was some, somebody. Somebody like that. One of those people. Know. Speaking of watching TV, yeah. so whenever... Um, I was on work travel during the week this week. I had cable television in my hotel room. Oh, fancy. I know. We don't <laughs> with have cable TV. That sounds ridiculous. I get that. But we don't. We're cable <laughs> we're cutters. Cable cutters yeah. So um, I got to watch Freeform. Oh, that's yeah. That's right. Practically the only thing that I had on TV. Um, but that's because it was over Halloween and yep. I got to watch uh, Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas. I got to see how they set up the not so scary party nice. in Disney. I learned like facts, like little fun facts about like Disneyland and stuff and the cars area. Oh, was, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I've heard that the Halloween overlay they do for Cars Land in California Adventure is amazing. It's one of the things people love. It looked really neat. Yeah. And their after-hours party was so cool. Yeah. Well, we watched the Disneyland fireworks show, and that's I tweeted out, like, they've got Zero over there flying around the castle, and nobody told me. Yeah. And you all call yourself my friends. (laughs) I had no idea. But Freeform is a pretty cool channel. I wish we had it. Yeah. Cool. Fun tidbit. Too bad that they're stripping the Muppets from <laughs> us. <laughs> well, Sorry, Kenna. I don't think I don't think it's over. I, I just think it's that, just so beginning. That side of the studios is getting the attention now because it's the only piece that hasn't been touched since they've started construction on They're gonna put Galaxy's their Edge filthy hands on it. and Toy Story Land. And yes, they are going to be doing something over there because... Be more Muppets. More than likely, Star Tours is going to get shut down. Now, who knows if it ends up showing up somewhere in Black Spire Outpost in yeah. Galaxy's Edge. It, it might. would be nice if it did. I hope it does, but, Me too. but we don't know. I mean, they could easily move it, I would think. I would think so. But it's probably it won't fit because it's not going to be... In the footprint of Galaxy's Edge, so that whole side, and including the Indiana Jones Spectacular, is probably going to get shut down. And one of the rumors we read this week was that potentially they're going to redo that side of the park with like an Indiana Jones land. And uh, I just, uh, I mean, I know it's rumors, but sometimes I feel like these rumors get floated out there to see what the fan reaction is before they ever start really moving on something. Uh, reaction... <laughs> No. Well, reaction. And, and here's the thing. Just Muppets landed. Muppets. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I love Indiana Jones. I mean, one of my favorite things we did when we went to Disney in July, Jacques Lindsay's bar was so much fun. Yeah. And one of the concepts would be they'd be adding like restaurant space and stuff like that in the Indiana Jones land. That would be like Jacques Lindsay's. Um, but there would be a couple of attractions and some other things. I would get excited about that because I'm an old man. But I just don't think. And I know people would tell me, okay, well, Star Wars is 40 years old, you know. Totally different. It's on a different level. Yeah. Well, it's still in the, you know, right in the forefront of pop culture. Indiana Jones is not. No. I mean, like, kids are kids. They've seen Indiana Jones, but... It's fun. 
But I don't think they want to go to a land about Indiana Jones, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was different for us watching it as kids. They do need to do something that is more... Like, why not have a Louisiana area and have Tiana and stuff? No, I mean Muppets. (laughs) Sorry. um, Excuse me, are you trying to trample over the Muppets I said Muppets. (laughs) How about you can do a Louisiana restaurant... And it can be Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that, that, the idea that McKenna had Kermit's little back porch restaurant. I love that idea. Kind of set it in a swamp. Yeah, yeah. that's really serve it is a serve good frog idea. legs. That would be controversial. She's yeah. And serve pork chop. That'd be even more <laughs> yeah. controversial. I mean, I'd eat Kermit. Why did you do this? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean. Again, it's all rumors right now. We don't really know what the fate of Star Tours and Indiana Jones land. We know Pizza Rizzo is closed right now. Imagineers. That's a fact. I'm reaching out to you once more. Yes. Please, come. Hear our cry. Have my ideas. (laughs) You can have them for free. (laughs) Please, don't take the Muppets away from me. And I feel like you've listened whenever I've been preaching more Rimming the Rat because it's happening. Mm -hmm. So please. Rats Um, who can cook. 10 out of 10. (laughs) So... And then the, the the afterthought here, just for refurbs, um, this is really something we already mentioned because it's not necessarily refurb. Well, maybe. We might have to adjust that. Okay. At Animal Kingdom, the Wildlife Express train, and then, of course, Rafiki's Planet Watch was originally communicated to us that it was just being closed down. Yeah. But then Disney came back and said, well, not so fast. We're, we're just refurbishing it and it'll be back. So we'll see. Right now, I don't have the details about what that's going to look like in the future. But for now, the Wildlife Express train and Rafiki's Planet Watch closed. It sounds like they do um, listen to public outcry on changes. So um, everybody needs to say Rush, something please. about the Muppets. Save the Muppets. Save the Muppets. Let's make it a hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag this save the Muppets. This week's episode is promoting the hashtag. Hashtag save the Muppets. Please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Spread that all over the Twitter um, account. Yeah. Give them their due. That's Please. all. That's all we want. Kermit the Frog here. He is my muse. I have a Kermit, Kermit the Frog, Frog. keychain. I've painted Kermit the Frog. I'm as an octopus. As an octopus. You're, we should probably Mickey post ears. that to the Twitter. Kermit yeah. as an octopus. My Mickey ears are Miss Piggy. Yep. I love the Muppets. Please. And Remy the Rat. And Remy the Rat. Oh, always. I mean, she loves Remy the Rat more than Muppets. Oh my gosh, Muppets. yes. <laughs> Remy the Rat, always. Your voice changes when you talk about Remy. <laughs> Remy's great. I love, I love Remy the Rat. He's great. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we've got for you for the November preview. I hope that you're luckier than us and you're going to be able to get to food and wine before it shuts down or maybe oh my gosh. maybe go to one of the first not or not so scary very merry christmas parties this year not so scary get to christmas the muppets party experience the wonder of the muppets before they strip it away from us go see muppet vision you know the thing is i get it i mean muppet remember, vision's not as good as it well, was it's aged it's and aged. remember when we were there the there was a man handing out fast passes as we walked down the street to yeah. Muppet Vision 3D. You we didn't need, need them. No, you could just walk on. We actually ended up using them just because we had them, but it was a walk-on the whole time we were there, and it was a busy time in the parks. Yeah. So... There weren't a lot of people there, but I really think that it's because it's tucked away now. It yeah. feels like it's in a corner off yeah, to the side. Yeah, you have to find the Muppets. Things aren't really drawing you to it. Right. So that's why the guy is drawing you to it. He's like... Yeah. 
trying to get you to walk over there because they put it so far out of out of the off the beaten path. It is right now out of the way because it feels like the gravity of that park is pulling you towards Hollywood Boulevard, where the Tower of Terror yeah. and Rock and and then Toy Story lands over there as well. So most of the crowd is pulled to the other side of the park. Yeah, it just sure. feels like it's off. Unless you want to go eat at Sci-Fi Dining Theater and then you're over in that area. Right. So, yeah, that's a good point. There's nothing that draws you back there. And, and, we, and even the icon of the park being the Tower of Terror now. Because, well, I, I, I know the, the theater. The Chinese theater is the is. icon of the park. Yes. But the, what grabs your eye is the Tower of Terror. Right. So they need something. They need a weenie. That's what they call those. <laughs> they need a weenie to draw you to that side of the park. Stick a giant Miss Piggy. Take the, <laughs> take the Miss Piggy on the fountain and make Blow her it up. Li- Lady Liberty. Lady Liberty. Yes. There we go. Yeah. They could do that. Something like that. Oh my gosh, just do something, please. <laughs> yeah, they got to figure so. that one out. I'll, I'll stand there. And I'll be like, hey guys, Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Muppets' fault that people aren't going back there. It's yours. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. All right, let's take a break. We're going to move on to M340. And then when we, when we come back, We're going to talk about 18 new experiences you can have at Walt Disney World for the holidays. Stick with us. Welcome back to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is M34D. Well, today it's more like M33D because there is no land in the Dawes Dome. And it's just solo Justin M34D. So M33DJ or something like that. It's tough to follow that wall-to-wall Haunted Mansion action, but we're going to ease our way back into it with a relaxing ride down the river. That's because... We're going to be talking about the Liberty Square Riverboat. That's right. As Disney describes it, you can take off on a scenic half-mile adventure into the wilds of old America aboard a steam-powered paddle wheeler, board the colonial American-inspired Liberty Bell Riverboat nestled in the heart of Liberty Square, and embark on a relaxing journey around Tom Sawyer Island along the rivers of America. You know, I usually start this out by describing what the attraction is, but it's pretty straightforward. This is a real functioning riverboat much like the train around magic kingdom this is a fully functioning exactly as it's supposed to be riverboat powered by steam a big paddle wheel on the back of the boat and the only thing that makes this thing a little less than just an authentic riverboat moving i mean it's fully seaworthy it it floats it functions just like a boat should but it is on a big steel beam that guides it around the rivers of america so it stays exactly on path So you see exactly what the Imagineers wanted you to see. And there's no chance that it's going to veer off and crash into anything or anything's going to go wrong. So a controlled situation for sure. But this is truly a riverboat. It's a nice little break. Um, It's located in Liberty Square. You just, you know, you can board. um, It takes about 17 minutes to go around the river and while you're on this journey you're not just going to be floating around looking at the magic kingdom you will be seeing that you get a really good view of the magic kingdom actually 
but you're also going to see a few other things as well. You're going to see an early American settlement, an idyllic Native American village, Harper's Mill, Fort Langhorn, Wilson's Cave Inn. You'll see some woodland animals, and you'll get unique views of Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, and the Haunted Mansion along the way. Of course, Disney's going to tell you a story, because what is Walt Disney World if not one big story end to end? So the story you're going to hear while you're on the riverboat is actually narrated by American author Mark Twain. And Mark Twain is going to basically tell you a story about when traveling was just as much about discovering new things as it was about transportation, getting from one place to the next. The Liberty Bell, the boat that you ride on, is actually a reproduction of a boat that you might have seen ferrying people up and down the Mississippi River. Powered by an actual steam engine, it converts water from the rivers America into steam that powers the paddle wheel. It's 47 feet long, and it has four decks. Three of them, I know for sure that you can actually choose to um, enjoy the journey on. One of them is the, the pilot house, the top deck. And apparently every uh, excursion, someone could be chosen to go up and enjoy the ride from the pilot house. But that's not a place where everybody can go gather and congregate. The three decks you can actually choose to uh, enjoy the ride on are the promenade deck, which includes a salon and a collection of vintage photos and maps. The Texas deck, or the sun deck, and the main deck, which includes the boiler and pistons that run the paddle wheel. The boat holds about 450 people, and um, there is some seating, but it's limited seating on all of the decks. A few facts about this. The Liberty Bell was actually a concept that Walt had before Disney World or Disneyland ever were created. It's similar to the Haunted Mansion in that fact, in that uh, Walt kind of envisioned what we know today as Liberty Bell located at the Disney Studio in Burbank. So originally the plan was to have a park that was right across the street from the, the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, and this was going to be part of that. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough room to actually create the, this experience. So then Disneyland uh, was conceptualized and created and the riverboat made its way to Disneyland first. And then of course was duplicated and brought over to Disney world. Walt felt so passionately about the riverboat that he actually contributed funds from his own account to construct the original steamboat. Obviously transportation has always been a very big deal to Walt. It always was. It was you can see it in the way he had such a passion for for flight and for the trains. You know, he loved he was a huge fan of trains, but but also boats and cars and buses, everything. Like transportation was was one of the things that Walt was a really big enthusiast for. So this fit right into that wheelhouse. The original attraction at Disneyland was actually called the Mark Twain Riverboat. That riverboat was duplicated, brought over to Walt Disney World, and there were actually two riverboats, because they had a little more room. There were two riverboats at Walt Disney World. One was known as the Joe Fowler Riverboat, and the other was Richard F. Irvine. Joe Fowler was actually the admiral who helped oversee the creation of the original riverboat at Disneyland, while Richard F. Irvine was one of the people who helped oversee the construction of all of Walt Disney World. Back in 1996, Walt Disney World actually refurbished the boats and relaunched as the Liberty Bell. And um, so then at that time, there was just the one boat. And then the names Joe Fowler and Richard F. Irvin were actually assigned to ferry boats that bring you to the Magic Kingdom. So they're still out there, still in use. Um, the Joe Fowler Riverboat that was actually created for Disneyland doesn't exist anymore. 
1980, the boat was damaged in a backlot area, and the damage was so significant that they ultimately just decided not to repair the riverboat because it just didn't make financial sense to do it. So the mechanical components of that boat have been repurposed, and they're now at Tokyo Disneyland, still in use. And that boat's name is actually Roy O. Disney. I mentioned already the boat holds 450 people. It's a lot of people. It's a people eater. And out of all those guests, there is the possibility that you could be selected to ride in the captain's quarters up top. And uh, another thing, uh, one of the things we talked about from our trip in July was that you can get these for free. You can ask cast members that are attending and operating the transportation systems, the buses, the monorails, the boats, for transportation cards. And they're actually these trading cards that actually represent the modes of transportation. Well, you can actually get one of those from the riverboat, too. So if you are riding uh, the Liberty Bell, make sure to ask a cast member if they have the transportation cards because you can get a riverboat card from them. And then the last thing um, that you might notice is that the the building where you board the Liberty Bell is one of the... Actually, it is the only building in Walt Disney World, or in the Magic Kingdom at least, that doesn't use forced perspective and the main reason for this is because people believe it's it's basically to kind of hide the visual of the riverboat uh, when it's parked at the building because it kind of sticks out a little bit where it's at so it's a bit of camouflage but that's the main reason you know the forced perspective is used a lot throughout the park the main place that you're going to notice it for sure is when you're walking down main street you'll notice that as you look at the buildings from bottom to top the floors actually get smaller, and that's that's to make them look farther away from you. So it makes the buildings look even taller than they actually are. So this building is exactly as tall as you see it. So those are the main things. It's it's a relaxing ride, not not exciting. It's something the whole family can do, and it's you know it's an original. It's something that Walt himself had a passion for, and I think it's it's another one of those things you could probably add to the list of. Um, your degree from Walt Disney World University. I think you've got to experience it at some point. You know, it's not, it's probably not going to be the most exciting thing, but it's a nice little break from the hustle and bustle of the park. If you're a fan of Liberty Boat, the Liberty Bell, let me know. Shout out on Twitter, shout out on Facebook. Tell us what you think about it. I think it's a nice feature. I think the Rivers of America is really cool. I like the fact that it just adds to the variety of experiences that you can have in the Magic Kingdom Park. And uh, I'm excited for when it comes back from refurbishment. So that's all I've got for you today. I'm sorry Landon couldn't be here to make things a little more exciting and entertaining. But you know what? You can always get your fill of Landon over at buttmunchchips.com and listen to his podcast, Near Fall Radio and Got Talk or Game of Thrones Talk. And uh, shout out on Twitter. You can get a hold of him at L-A-N-D-O-Z. So until next week, thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Hope you enjoyed M3-4D today, even though it was just yours truly talking about the river bro- boat. There's nothing more exciting bro. than that. Yeah, the, the river bro. The river bro. No landing. No landing today. So really, it was M3-3D. Yeah. Guys, for the third segment today, I wanted to focus on an article that was released by Disney itself, announcing 18 new experiences that await guests celebrating the holidays 
in Walt Disney World. Some of these are kind of obvious, but I wanted to kind of talk about them anyway and see what you guys felt excited about. Okay. Number one, Toy Story Land holiday decor and more. Holiday fun comes to this brand new land, including an oversized cranberry and popcorn garland, a 10-foot tall ham sugar cookie, and guests will hear sleigh bells ringing on Slinky Dog Dash, while alien swirling saucers will offer two holiday tunes and themed lighting. Toy Story characters will also don new looks for the season as Woody and Jesse will sport special holiday vests and sprigs of holly on their hats. They're going to wear vests? Buzz Lightyear will wear a snazzy Santa hat. Jesse and Woody always wear vests. Oh, I thought you said Buzz. No, Buzz is going to wear a snazzy Santa hat. See, I thought Buzz was going to wear a vest. No. I was like, what? What's wrong with vests, McKenna? Um, you a vest just, hater? It doesn't seem suiting. Okay. Well, I wouldn't a, wear If you're a, a cowboy, if you wear a vest. I want a ham uh, sugar cookie. Yeah. <laughs> I would eat that. <laughs> Ten foot tall ham sugar cookie. I don't, I don't know think if it'll I be can make flavored. it. <laughs> I don't think I can make it through a 10 foot tall one, but I'd still give it a go. <laughs> yeah. But see, this is something that I feel like this is smart because you've got the onboard audio with um, Slinky Dog Dash. So why not include some new sound effects? So you're going to have the sleigh bells and then Alien Swirling Saucers at night is a super awesome dance party with all the lighting effects and music they've got going over there. So it makes sense. Yeah. That's an easy thing they can do. So it's pretty cool that we're going to have an area, a special area that they can do a holiday overlay for. That'll be neat. Yeah. Drawing more people in. And away from the, the Muppets. <laughs> away from the Muppets. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they could have done Muppets Christmas with the Muppets. Go. Cool. Muppets Christmas Carol? Muppets Christmas Carol. She's going to cry. Are you going to cry? I might. Okay. They need to save the Muppets, please. <laughs> Number two on the list, Disney Junior Dance Party debuts December 22nd. It says, like a great big present tucked under the tree, the new Disney Junior Dance Party will hit the stage at Disney's Hollywood Studios just before Christmas. The high-energy live show will feature Doc McStuffins and Vampirina. They're really pushing Vampirina. Yeah. Who is Vampirina? Well, you know, if you want to learn more about her, that's one of the new things you can do. You can actually meet her at the Animation Courtyard. She is the star of the hit Disney Junior television show, Vampirina. So, she's got her own show. She's like a vampire, but she's friendly. Yeah. Oh, what's... Um, I've seen, like... I know what she looks like, but I've never seen her. Yeah, show. I've seen, like, a doll of her or something. So, like, Count Vampirina. Dracula. No, I, I don't yes. know what you guys yeah. are talking about. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's just, I've seen the toys. So, another thing. Sunset Seasons Greetings adds laser effects. So, new laser effect component added to this popular holiday experience that transforms the Hollywood Tower Hotel into scenes of the season. Stroll along Sunset Boulevard as snow twinkles in the twilight and Disney characters share their favorite seasonal stories. So this is part of what we were talking about with the uh, holiday festival that they're doing at night for the, um, the studios. And here's a little more about that. Part of it is they're doing a projection onto the Tower of Terror that's going to have these holiday scenes, which is something that they've done before, apparently. I, I've never actually, I haven't seen that in person, yeah. but I guess they've done that in the past. But they're adding laser effects now and snow. So it's going to snow on the street, which will be pretty cool. So when you're going up and down, falling, you'll have lasers in your eyes. But it's not on the Tower of Terror ride. It's on the street. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's aiming towards the street from the tower. Oh. Yeah. See? Yeah. You had to clarify a little. Yeah, but the snow will fall on Sunset Boulevard over there. So as you're walking down towards, towards Rock Roller Coaster and all that, that'll be cool. Billboard Apparently, billboards begin to move into motion and tell a tale courtesy of iconic characters sharing their love for the season. I guess that's part of it. 
they have a special holiday fireworks show do, at night at the studios. Do the billboards teach you about the different holidays during the season? I don't know, but I do have something to share with you about Animal Kingdom, and that's oh, coming up later. Okay. So, uh, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is the special holiday fireworks show at the studios, and then also you can do a dessert party for the fireworks show. I do dessert parties. Holiday decorations around Echo Lake, which is where, do you remember the Gertie, the big dinosaur that they have yeah, in Hollywood Studios? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the um, mama's, the The primetime Yeah, primetime. Yeah. So that area will be decorated for the holidays, and then also you can meet Santa at the studios. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's all the stuff that's going on in the studios. Epcot. You can do a holiday cookie stroll. A what? Guests can stroll World Showcase and purchase delicious cookies at various locations. I, I think so. I collecting, think yes. <laughs> collecting, you get to collect cookie stamps along the way. Yeah. And those that acquire five or more stamps will be rewarded with diabetes. No. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. With a complimentary completer cookie and, and a cold glass of milk. <laughs> you ate five cookies? Have one more. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Let's do it. <laughs> it sounds like Garrett and I would be miserable after the third cookie. I'll eat your guys' cookies. cookies. As long as they're little, I can cookies. go through. No, like 10 eat. foot tall cookies <laughs> at each foot place. Ta- ham, ham, ham sugar cookie. Ham sugar cookie. <laughs> I think perfect. Beautiful. That's pretty cool. I like that one. So if basically what they're saying, pay for five cookies, get a six for free and a cold glass of milk. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that, that glass of milk and you just get sounds free like stamps. the of a stomach ache. I love, I love collecting little stamp things. Yep. That's give you always stamps. fun. This year, there's going to be some new first-time-ever Candlelight Professional narrators. Each year, at the American Gardens Theater, celebrity narrators tell the story of Christmas accompanied by a full choir and a 50-piece orchestra. This year, the new narrators are Helen Hunt, November 24th and 25th, Alfonso Ribeiro, November 26th and 27th. You know who that is, right? No. It's Carlton. Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Alfonso. Bart Millard. December 10th through the 12th. Bart from The Simpsons? No. no. E. Cravalho? Ah, uh, you butchered that. E. Cravalho? Do you know who that is? Nope. Because I can't even say it. December 21st through the 23rd. And then um, also, for the first time ever, they're going to present the um, Candlelight Processional on Thanksgiving evening, November 22nd. Ooh, give Thanksgiving its holiday back. Yep. How about celebrating both of them at Thanksgiving the same time? with the Muppets, Chef Star Remy the Rat? Oh my gosh, he's not a Muppet. I don't care, but he can go wherever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> he's welcome in this home. Oh my gosh. You can also enjoy fresh new bites at Holiday Kitchen. So during the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, guests will savor some of the most delectable holiday dishes from across the globe at 12 special ki- specialty kitchens around World Showcase. New items include Black Forest Roulade with cherry whipped cream at the Bavarian Holiday Kitchen in Germany, mm. and a Sofrito marinated beef with sweet plantains and olives at the Feast of the Three Kings Holiday Kitchen. Yum. And then, a, McKenna, a brand new kitchen this year, Laheim, will feature traditional Hebrew dishes such as pastrami on rye, chicken and matzo ball soup, egg cream, and more. Matzo no, meal they're gross is gross because you don't know how to make them. You. <laughs> Oh, this one's sad. Bid a fond farewell to Illuminations. This nighttime spectacular of fireworks, special effects, flame torches, and more includes a special holiday finale from November 18th through the th- December 30th, and this is the final holiday season for Illuminations. Because it's scheduled to conclude at the end of summer 19, 2019. Yeah. 
That's sad. Yeah. Over at Magic Kingdom, discover new merchandise and collectibles at Mickey's Very Merry uh, Christmas Party. Yes, I love spending money. <laughs> My money. <laughs> Only your money. <laughs> Very Merry Morsels await. Guests will find festive new treats at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, such as the Sugar Rush Jumbo Red Velvet Cupcake or the Vanellope Eclair with Rainbow Cereal Topping. Ooh. That sounds pretty good. And then holiday music will be happening in Tomorrowland. A new acapella group will sing holiday favorites in Tomorrowland during the Christmas party. And then new, a new sweet and savory party debu- debuts in Town Square. Tony's Most Merriest Town Square Party debuts this year as part of the Not So, or not so Scary Merry Christmas is what I keep wanting to say. The Every very time I hear party. you say debut, it's starting to make me think that's not a real word. You I'm ever saying hear, it weird. That's me with furniture. Furniture? <laughs> that's not a word. Furniture? That's me with furniture. <laughs> I can't say it. I've spent hours sitting and saying furniture, 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 because I can't. I can't remember how to say it anymore. Furniture. Wow. Just furniture? Say couch. couch. Furniture? <laughs> it's just weird. Furniture. Every time dad was saying. I said debut. I kept saying debut instead of debut. debut. I was debut. just thinking this, this word just gets weirder and weirder. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, this town square party will feature a mix of sweet and savory treats, including Tony's famous meatballs. Red velvet cupcakes and more. It's $99 a person, but it includes beer, wine, and non-alcoholic beverages, as well as special reserve viewing for the Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. That sounds good. Once Upon a Child. Now, this is what I wanted to tell you about, McKenna. Over at the Animal Kingdom, they're going to celebrate Diwali. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. New this year, a Diwali celebration lights up on the new Up! A Great Bird Adventure stage. Diwali is India's annual festival of lights, and this year it adds a holiday touch to the magic of nature. The Play Disney Parks mobile app is going to have a cool holiday feature, apparently. Um, what is this? You can discover several holiday-themed offerings in the in the app, and it doesn't really tell me that much more about it. I guess you just have to play with the app while you're in the parks to figure out what it is. Yeah, maybe someone can tell us what it is, so we'll know. Mm-hmm. Is it, just, it multiple holidays? Or is it Christmas? Well, it's, this is for Christmas. Okay. Yeah, this is this is specifically for Christmas on the app. Disney's getting there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll all get there. <laughs> so we didn't really talk much about the Play Disney Parks app when we got back from our trip, but we did try it out a couple of different times. I mean, one of the times we made the most use of it was waiting in line for Slinky, Slinky Dog, Dog Dash. Yeah. yeah, it took forever. So we got to play a lot of the games there. Um, so certain attractions actually have games that you can play with the people that you're waiting in line with. The way what, Here's what we found out about it. So we all have our own My Disney Experience account. Yeah. When you play the Play Disney Parks app, it's you do it like you don't connect multiple phones together. You do it on one phone and then that person adds players to their phone and then you either use your phone at the same time or you pass it around. So this is the only thing I don't like about it because I thought it was pretty fun because it does, you know, one of the things people were saying about the Play Disney Parks app is when you're in the parks, standing in line, you should be like interacting with your people and looking around and enjoying being there together. Well, this app actually encourages you to play with the people that you're with. Right. So it still is interactive. You're still interacting with your group, and that's cool. But I like achievements personally. And of course, this app is all about you winning badges for like riding all the rides and, and playing with the, the games that they have for the specific rides. 
But say McKenna has her app open and she wants to add us all as players. Well, my my Disney Experience app, my account is not going to get achievements for playing those games because we're playing on McKenna's phone. And that was irritating to me. You could so just enjoy No, being I with want your the achievements. While I get all the achievements. I want the achievements too. <laughs> so, we oh, ended up man. it ended up causing a bit of a fight because <laughs> we couldn't decide who was going to host the games. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I also have to say it is a bit of a battery trainer. Yeah, well, all yeah. Of that stuff is. Yeah. Hashtag #fuel rod Yep. Yeah, hashtag five full fuel rods while you're in the slinky dog million line. Fuel rods. Yeah, we all really needed our own, probably. We can add a couple more the next time we go. Yeah. So that way we do have our own. But uh, but yeah, so anyway, it's cool that they're going to change it and evolve it so that it's a different experience every time and it gives you different things to do. I'm a little frustrated because one of the things is as long as you have it open... When you ride the rides that you get achievements for, it's supposed to register that, and then you get a badge. It didn't always do that. One of them didn't work for me, and it was Space Mountain. Oh, no. And so it's like, I didn't get that one, but I did. I totally rode Space Mountain, so I was mad about that. Anyway, moving on. An achievement for the Swiss Family Treehouse. Let's put it in <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That is not an achievement. Hey. Yes, it is. They could add an achievement for Muppet Vision. Maybe people Oh, my gosh. People yes, an achievement for Muppet Vision. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a good idea. Hey Disney, um, please, <laughs> please. That yeah. would that would draw some more people to write it. Well, it not write it. It might sit in there. Sit in it. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> Attend it. Yes. It has some good jokes. It does it's a have funny good show. jokes. Disney Springs. There's a few things over there. One of them is remember while we were at Disney, only half of the World of Disney store was open. Well, now the full thing has been opened up. They've they've finished refurbishing it. And now it's opened up, and apparently it's wonderful. We missed out on that. Well, that's just that's sad. It's yeah. not disappointing. It's sad. If anyone would like to send me additional spirit jerseys, please feel yeah. free. <laughs> and they and they will. They're going to have. Well, I don't mean people are going to send you stuff, <laughs> but there are going to be holiday spirit jerseys. And one of the things at the World of Disney stores, they're going to have special holiday merchandise, of course. Yes. If you you're celebrating, if you find other holidays actually in the spirit jersey section, show us. I want to know. I want to know. I really am interested in the diversity that Disney will be showing us this year. We should have a place people can send mail. We need a P.O. box. Yeah. And then <laughs> no, we'll let's just, just put sit out in, our address. Sit, sit there empty like our voicemail. But wait. Oh, wait. That's a, that's a teaser. We got. We might have gotten one this week. All right. Um, also, there will be a Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs, so that'll be cool too. Twenty-seven unique holiday trees inspired by Toy Story, The Haunted Mansion, and Vintage Mickey and Minnie and oh, Star Wars. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, lastly, look festive and fabulous with Character Couture. The Character Couture packages we talked about on a previous podcast. Offer sophisticated hairstyles as well as detailed makeup and nail designs. During the holidays, guests will be able to look their best for the season with wintry and festive makeovers. I mean, you know, do you want to look like Elsa? You could probably look like Elsa. You could have looked like Elsa the whole time, though. Like, let's let's think a little more outside of the box. Do you want to look like Scrooge? Because you can look <laughs> like Scrooge. We Let's do it. Last week, the Part of Our World podcast gave us a shout-out. They played our promo. And their conversation of the day was top five Disney villains of all time. Oh. What was their number one? Because my number one Disney villain is actually well, each, Dr. Facilier. Go listen to the podcast and you can find out what their top five was. But here's what I'll say. I love Scar. If we're just going 
strictly Disney and and Pixar. Disney Pixar villains. The Hunter from Bambi. That's a pretty good one. He's disgusting. But Scar for me. (laughs) So thank you, part of our world podcast. Thanks for the shout out. Everybody go check them out. Subscribe, listen. Yes. Join their community. Might I add that Maleficent turns into a giant dragon that brings fire. That's hard to beat. If you want more of this kind of conversation, go listen to part of our world podcast. Yep. Lastly, shout out to Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. They actually did a whirlwind trip to Disney this past weekend. They spent about 30 hours and they hit all four parks. Whoa. They did it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Very quick trip. That's crazy. But I'm bringing them up for a couple reasons. One... We have a poll out there right now, because if you listen to our express monorail mid last week, you would hear that we responded to a challenge laid before us by the theme park Thursday crew, Frank and Jen, the siblings Cardillo basically said they want to do a crossover episode. We said, yeah, we'll do that. So we put a poll out there to the crowd to say, what combination of hosts do you want to see? Do you want it to be Frank and Justin and then Jen and Samden? Or Sam, Den, and Frank, and Justin, and Jen, or Jen and Justin, as I like to say. So, <laughs> I'm. I feel, you need. You're downloading this whole you. thing. I'm downloading everything that you're saying right now. Uh, so, <laughs> and the, it's not. It's not the. Thir- it's not them. It's you. Thanks. The poll is still out there. There's still time to vote, but it'll be wrapping up, I think, today. So get no, out. No, it's got a day and 13 hours left. Well, by the time this episode comes out, oh, it's done. <laughs> th- there's there'll be a day left. Oh, a day. Yeah. So, yes. so go vote. You've got a little bit of time. And how do you do that? You have to go to our Twitter account, at Morning Monorail. You could also find it by following at Dillo's Diz, because they have retweeted the poll a couple of times. That's one way you can interact with us. But another way is our voicemail, which all of you conveniently ignore. But this week, something weird happened. I got a very... We were sitting in Halloween on Friday night. Um, in Halloween? Pretty good. Yeah, at the yeah, Halloween. Oh, At the gotcha. new Halloween. McKenna and I went to go watch the new Amazing. Halloween. It was good. Yeah. And my phone makes a weird notification, like vibration, that I'd never noticed before. And I was like, what was that about? I check it as we were getting out of the uh, out of the movie, and here's what happened. Hey, foolish mortals over at the uh, Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Frank. I'm standing over here with Jen. We're also known as Dillo's Diz. I don't know if you know this, but you can add us at Dillo's Diz. Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z. Uh, we have this thing called Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Hey, oh, this is the reason why we're calling. We're in line for the Haunted Mansion right now. And why is that? Because we listened to last week's episode where we learned a lot of neat facts and interesting tidbits about the attraction that intrigues us so much that we came here to try out the ride this evening, Friday night, November 2nd. The 15-minute wait time also <laughs> helps us out there. So we know we'll be talking to you guys soon. Thanks so much for doing what you do. Later. We had a voicemail! Yay! <laughs> and it was Frank and Jen. Basically, I'm telling you, this really is like an old like 90s uh, rap battle beef. Like We're just going back and forth. We're shouting them out. They're shouting us out. And it's going to culminate with a crossover event in December. Oh my gosh, are you guys going to rap at each other? That'd be awesome. We should. (laughs) 
Uh, I, I can't. Rap battle. Here. I'm an MC, and I've been an MC a few times, so I'm ready to MC your rap battle. MC, over here. Okay. Nick McKenna. <laughs> MC, MC, in the place. MC Squared. That's yeah, actually, MC that's squared. my MC name. I'm MC Squared because I bring the power to the people. So <laughs> Energy, E equals yes, MC Squared. I, I meant to say energy. I seem like a nerd in Einstein. A lame-o, actually, yeah, in Einstein's you do seem eye. Like now. a lame-o. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but you know what's not lame? Getting voicemails. And that was super awesome. And you know what else is not lame? A 15-minute wait for the Haunted, Haunted Mansion, Mansion right? ride. I am so glad that our Haunted Mansion episode inspired Frank and Jen to ride the Haunted Mansion for the first time ever. I'm just kidding. They've been on it a million I was times. I say, but, I didn't think that was their first. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. But he said it intrigued them so much, they just had to go ride it. So in, in a small way, I'm going to say we inspired them to take this trip down to Disney. It wasn't Frank's birthday at all. Actually, it was. <laughs> Happy birthday, Frank. Yes. Hashtag 44 forever or forever 44. I think I did it backwards on Twitter. He's 30. Don't mean... No, This he said he's celebrating this birthday. Four is his lucky number. And so this is the last birthday he's uh, he's acknowledging. So, 34. So 44. So he could be he could say he's 24. That's like 22. That's half 44. He could just times by two. Oh, people would never believe he's 22. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> I'm just mad. Oh, see, I told you. Slam. Sick bird. Bring it, Dillos. Bring it. What do you got for me? Theme Park Thursday with Dillos Diz. Check them out. Follow them on Twitter. They also put up a Facebook page. If you go like their Facebook fan page. You might be selected to win their giveaway. A new car. No, they're giving away uh, food and food and wine 2018 items. You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. I don't think a, it's car, a car for me. Um. <laughs> I feel like we should give them something to do because they gave us something to do. What what should we ask them to do? Eat a lot of fettuccine alfredo <laughs> and send us a video of you eating fettuccine alfredo. Send us, please, on your next episode. Take a break, eat some fettuccine Alfredo, and send us a video. But and say, we just ate some fettuccine Alfredo. But with a catch, Remy the Rat little figurines have to be around the Remy table. Remy the Rat has to serve you fettuccine Alfredo. Oh my just, gosh. Uh, this is a my video challenge. Of you That's eating the fettuccine Alfredo for like 10 minutes with no, <laughs> with no we, noise other want, than you eating. Here it is. We want your entire next episode to be you eating fettuccine Alfredo while you talk about your trip to Disney. <laughs> no, no talking. Titus no talking. Talks. No, they talk while they're eating fettuccine Alfredo. Right. Full mouth. Here is the challenge. You have to say ruin the rat 50 times <laughs> in your next <laughs> How many times podcast. can you get the word Remy? The because Remy I the rat. can trust, like, I can promise you this. It's very easy. You can say Remy the Rat as many times as you want to say Remy the Rat because Remy is a hero. Actually, I got a, I got a better challenge, a, a realistic one. Why don't, we, why don't we just ask them to give us their thoughts on Remy and Ratatouille? No, I don't want to hear anyone's <laughs> thoughts on Remy the Rat because only mine matter. <laughs> okay, never mind. Eat fettuccine Alfredos. <laughs> Send us a video. <laughs> All right. This is getting too silly. We're going to have to shut it down. So, uh, Garrett, what are your final thoughts for the day? I don't really know where armadillos come from. <laughs> Do, do they come from Texas? <laughs> they're in, te they're in the right. Southwest. All right, good. Armadillos. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Give us a review on iTunes. And 
call. Save the Muppets. <laughs> save the Muppets. Call and leave us a voicemail. We will play it on air. Hashtag Save the Muppets. Hashtag 44 Forever. Hashtag Switcheroo Skidoo. Hashtag Fettuccine Alfredo. Bonus challenge. Save the Muppets. Oh my God. Bonus challenge. All right. That's it. Thank you all. Have a magical week. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all.